0: Startuprad.io, your podcast and YouTube blog covering the German startup scene with news, interviews, and live events. Hello and welcome, everybody. This is Joe from Startuprad.io, your startup podcast from Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, as well as the founder of Startup.radio, the world's number one tech entrepreneurship radio. Today, I would like to welcome Christian here with me. Hey, how you doing?
1: Hey, Joe, thanks for having me.
0: Totally my pleasure. Can you introduce yourself to our audience here?
1: Yeah, totally. Um, I'm Christian, based in Berlin. Um, I'm with NGP Capital. Uh, prior to coming back to my hometown, Berlin, I also spent 10 years in New York, so kind of a global global citizen here. NGP Capital um, is a global venture fund. We are obviously based in Berlin, but also based in Palo Alto, Shanghai, and Helsinki, so really. All over the world actively investing and leading series a and series b in b2b tech mm-hmm,
0: mm-hmm. and that's what we will be digging a little bit into because ngp P Capital has done some research on the DACH area. For everybody who doesn't know that, uh, because we are in promotion with Castbox, uh, one of the world's largest independent podcasting apps, and it's going like crazy right now. We we're, we're in this on the start page all across Europe. Thank you very much, Easy, by the way. Here and. Um, For everybody who doesn't know DACH, it's Germany, Austria and Switzerland, Deutschland, Österreich, Schweiz, a little bit Liechtenstein and a little bit tiny pieces of German speaking area around it that we cover. And um, you felt the need to write some research here. Can you take us a little bit through before I go through my questions?
1: Yeah, totally Joe. Uh, Maybe the background here, why we did it is because we can. (laughs) We have a tool uh, that is called Q. It's an own development, um, another venture fund called EQT. As a mother brain, we have our Q. Which is a copied from, uh, from from James Bond, uh, you know, the nerd with all the cool fancy toys. And so, Q is our fancy toy analyzing data. And so, we use that tool to look at what's going on. Um, as we got a lot of questions, how is it going? Is venture funding up or down? Um, so we thought, you know, why not? Why not look at our core region here where we have an office and let's try to answer this question from kind of post COVID to today um, Q2, namely. And the findings were quite interesting. Um, We, as you said, Joe, we looked at Switzerland, Austria, and Germany, and each region, of course, is is quite different. Um, Germany, uh, maybe not surprising, is the largest one, also the largest country, Um, but Switzerland was a big surprise for us. are really punching over the weight line um, for, for the size of the country and, and the ecosystem. It's quite astonishing what they, uh, what they have built and the activity is going on both in venture funding, new creation, deep tech software, quite quite diverse. Um, so we looked at all this data and and found obviously from uh, the quite, quite hot uh, year of 2021, 2022, a dip. Um, so it was all about how, how much uh, did uh, venture funding reduce from one year to another? And, and so that's, that's all in the report here. And um, Germany was really the one that was uh, maybe the most stable, um, if you want to describe it this way, um, had the least decline um, of those three countries. And the reason, in our view, at least, is that maybe Germany is a bit more mature than Switzerland and Austria. But also, if you look at the diversity, both in regions, uh, it's not just Berlin, it's also um, Munich, Stuttgart, Cologne. it's, It's a lot of areas. And the topics are also very diverse. So obviously, everybody could see how certain technologies like fintech took a big dip. And if Germany would be all fintech, then it would look very different. But Germany is all about um, climate tech, all about robotics, all about topics that are maybe uh, more hot this year than last year. And for that reason, um, kind of balancing a bit the, the
0: dips that we have seen in other countries. Mm-hmm. To put this in perspective for all the people who are new to our outlet here, um, we are talking Around roughly 80, 85, 82 million people living in Germany and somewhere close to 9 million, something like 8 point something, 8 point a little bit population for Austria as well as Switzerland. But Austria almost has half of the GDP of Switzerland. Last data I have gotten is that we're talking in Germany about 4.2 trillion GDP, 810 billion for Switzerland and 480 billion, always yours in Austria. That's the data I have gotten. So it's quite not surprising that Germany is by far the largest. Can you tell us um, some of the most surprising facts you found here?
1: Yeah, I think this goes really back to Switzerland. Um, I didn't, I didn't think that Switzerland would be, um, such a strong force in, in the Dach region compared to Germany. As you said, Germany is much bigger, but if you look at per capita, um, Switzerland is three times the size of Germany. So $351 um, a, a dollars here per, per capita versus 113 or so dollars in Germany. So it's really much more similar in a way to Israel, which Israel is infamous for punching over the weight line and being a small country, but being the, a world world capital of startups um, in itself. So uh, that was a big surprise. And um, as we also looked at some of the reasons, um, it was maybe not surprising that the university ecosystem of Switzerland had, had a lot to do with that. ETH is, is obviously a global renowned name, um, but also the University of Lausanne. Those are all top universities. And I think the top 10 universities are st- still better than the best university in Austria. Also putting some uh, some of the foundational maybe um, talent pool in perspective here. Um, so it was uh, that was a surprise. Maybe another surprise was around food and travel. Um, not an industry where we spend a lot of time, but the data showed that uh, those industries had the biggest rebound. Maybe also not surprising given what we all had to endure during COVID that uh, we wanted to get out, we wanted to go in restaurants, we wanted to travel. And so, that was also reflective here in, in the data.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. W- so, uh, we, we're talking about Germany did fare better, but we have to admit it was also a decline in terms of startup funding, but it was not as big as, for example, France. Do you have any explanation why they w- this was the case?
1: Yeah. It's probably a lot of things, but France is a, is a country that's very focused on Paris and attracts maybe a certain, um, startup and entrepreneur where Germany is all over the place. You have, of course, Berlin being the largest ecosystem, but Munich, not uh, too far off there. And you have a lot of second tier, third tier cities, even that attracted fun funding and the background of those cities is also as diverse as the cities um, as i was mentioning earlier you have really everything from a robotic to a fintech to web3 and climate tech Um if you're very broad and diverse and put your let's say coins on many horses and uh you're maybe less impacted so that that would be one explanation um to to to, to that and At least from what i'm hearing and that's just anecdotal is um, the language barrier is much less in germany than maybe going to paris or going to france and so international investors uh, have it easier to invest also here in the dach region versus maybe in france sometimes if they don't have a local
0: presence Mm -hmm. what we also try to highlight in our news is all those places most people even in Germany, never have heard of, but they're doing awesome stuff. They have a handful of awesome startups, and um, we always try to highlight this. So if you're talking about Germany, you're not only talking about Berlin, you're not only talking about Munich. It's not really scientifically valid, but if you look at the uh, annual survey, the uh, German Startup Association does, they give you a rough estimate that 80% of the startup activity are outside of this hub. As I said, no, not completely scientific. It's just a rough number to show you that there are two big hubs in Germany by now. Hopefully there will be a few more, but it's by far not the major activity as it is in other countries. Talking about major activities here, I've seen you hinted in your research that AI startups are hot.
1: Yeah, it it was probably the biggest spike in in all the data that we have uh, shown there. Um, AI uh, funding went through the roof. It was extremely a big peak in the first half of this year. Maybe not surprising. This goes kind of in this category why Also, um, Germany had less of a dip. Germany has a long history uh, and is good positioned to be part of that AI race, whether that's open source, which really um, a lot of the open source history um, was was born in Germany, but also there were always a lot of applications developed around automation, whether that's robotic on the very industrial hardware savvy side or, or on the software side. Um, where where I was uh, was leveraged for for all kinds of things. We have of course the uh, famous unicorns, Deep Deep L, and and others that show um, where it also can be used. But we have also less known ones like Rasa AI, born out of Berlin and Edinburgh, all about contextual AI, and also born again out of open source. So uh, it is just uh, maybe continuation of what we have been seeing over the last years already, and um, it's. Uh, I think we also have a lot of B2B investors in Germany. Maybe that's also not just looking at the startup itself, but also where's the money coming from? We have a lot of B2B money in Germany, and AI is uh, ultimately, uh, the RI here is, is extremely, extremely transparent in, in B2B, hence also uh, attracting a lot of funding from local and um, international investors.
0: Two points here. First, what many people don't know. Germany has one of the largest research centers for artificial intelligence for quite some time already here in Germany. They have more than 1100 employees, um, of which more than half are students working there. But it's nonetheless a really, really big and very important um, institution. And secondly, of course, B2B is important because we are a B2B startup uh, startup podcast around here. So um, having talked about this, what we also saw was that there was a divergence in terms of funding. So we had in the very early phases, an uptick in funding. And then at the end, of the funding, say, Series A, Series B, you had fewer but bigger fundings. It's, it, it is It seems like there is a winner takes it all market developing. But does it give you hope that there's so much seed pre-seed funding going on right now, building the next generation of startups?
1: Yeah, you know, I'm uh... I'm extremely excited about innovation and, and see what, what's happening in Europe. And so seeing a lot of pre-seed and seed companies uh, coming out of this, of course, is, is ex- extremely exciting. And I, I think if if you look back at um, what happened after economical crisis in the past, and here we probably have to look through the US versus Germany because 10 years ago, there was not too much going on on the startup side here, but it was always a generation that was started roughly uh, like one to two years after such uh, economical downturns, and you know, we could say we're still in one. Um, but what I'm very hopeful about is that the companies that are being created right now, those are not the hobby uh, startup founders, right? Those are the guys that that are really serious about it. Uh, it's uh, why would you uh, leave your job and go into this very uh, uncertain? <laughs> Uh, startup life um, doesn't make sense uh, in the first place. So I think right now we see a lot of serious founders. We see a lot of people that really um, have experience and believe in it. Um, That's one thing Um, that also explains a bit why um, the average funding for seed company actually went up on average, which is kind of counterintuitive and also opposite to series A and B. Here it went down, but seed kind of the average round size went up. My explanation, and I'm sure there are many others, is that you can actually build much more already with very little money um, due to uh, generative AI in, in coding, generative AI in creating a copy for your website and all of those things. So once you get to a seed round, you actually already have more, uh, you have more proof point, and hence you can, again, uh, maybe raise more money uh, because uh, you, you already have proven more, more things. And that's a development really that, we have been seeing for the last 10 years. Uh, When I started in venture capital in 2011 in New York, uh, uh, series A round was normally between five to $6 million. Now we have sometimes pre-seed rounds or seed rounds this size. So I think it it continues um, this development here and um, it gives me a lot of hope.
0: Do you see the importance of international investors, especially talking about larger Series A, Series B round? Because it used to be case when I covered with Chris together in our monthly News Rep Ops, the really big rounds, the usual names where I play um, sometimes um um Tiger Global, uh, SoftBank International, Tencent, have the names as lead investors of very long, large rounds in the past. Do you think that is important here?
1: Yeah, I think those uh, normally come in more on the later stages, uh, Series B, Series C. Having said that, Tiger Global also came in much earlier, but I would say they're less of an active fund right now anymore, but um, there are many others. And to your question, I think, yes, international funding is so important for so many reasons. German startup doesn't want to stay in the German market. So how do you actually get out there? One, one source and, and one input here certainly is uh, international investors, people that understand the market, know how to create a company in the US. So I'm super um, hopeful, actually, that this continues. I know there are some people that see like, why does American investors have to take all the, the growth rounds? I mean, there are two simple answers. One, we don't have all the growth investors yet. This takes time. We're still a young ecosystem and B. Uh, Why not? The U.S. market is the largest B2B software market in the world. So why would you not want to have a local partner to really crack that super important market? There is no German company that cannot be in the U.S. to be then in the end uh, kind of a global champion. And so it's, it's a natural course in my view.
0: Sorry for the background noises. Um, my four year old has a friend and apparently it wasn't the best idea of my life to give them both, um, plastic lightsabers to play with. Um, we, we love second and third tier cities here in our podcast. Um, is there potential for some of those cities to develop in globally? relevant startup hubs, like not the completely broad ones. Like when we're talking about Berlin, Munich, Ham, uh, Munich, London, Paris, but rather like specific industry Odense so in Denmark comes to mind as one of the, one of the examples here.
1: Yeah. I mean, if we're looking not just in Germany, I think there are uh, many of those cities that most people would not really think about like Grenoble in the south of France, a huge, uh, uh, tech, hi, uh, high-tech uh, epicenter, um, uh, the largest, second largest fundraising round just happened there was a the battery startup, Vacor, and n- nobody really knows, I would say, <laughs> what's going on in Grenoble or if there's anything happening there. The same with Bordeaux, um, the whole Airbus campuses and so lead to a lot of innovation. But if we're looking closer, even Constance, um, I think there's a lot of mechanical engineering talent there. And so we see some more robotic companies coming out of that. I wouldn't say there are yet global um, headquarters of, of a certain uh, industry or so, but there's a lot of promise uh, that it's not just coming from Berlin and Munich and Paris. It's very diverse mm-hmm. and um, attracting different types of talents.
0: hmm Talking about deal count here, more funding for high-quality founders. Um. Oh, before I forget, I had one, one thing in mind that I want to talk uh, with you about because that's for your little advertising slot here, NGB Capital. You guys are also in the U.S. Would you say that you are one of the investor startups should consider when they are thinking about entering the U.S. market?
1: <laughs> that's a... Uh... Uh, that's a fun question, yes, of course. <laughs> no, we are I think we're one of the fewer uh, that have local presence, speak the local language literally, um but also have uh, have a one common fund that invests in both regions together, so we're all in the same boat and, and incentivize uh, in the right way.
0: I mm-hmm. um, talk, just talked about deal count here before I interrupted myself. More funding for high quality founders, you right. Would high quality founders and would you say the founders here in Germany are different, Germany, Austria, and Switzerland, Dach, than for example in Silicon Valley, Bangalore, or Silicon Roundabout?
1: Yeah, yeah, very much. Uh, My experience is mostly US, so cannot really talk as much about London, but Silicon Valley and New York, um, you have often second, third generation founders already, uh, people that haven't done anything else in their lives yet. they were part of ebay's uh, early days and those type of things we, we just don't have that in germany yet right so naturally we see more uh, great people coming out of consultancy investment banks um, old industry or straight up students which is uh, which is great overall the culture of course is also different americans are extremely like Fake it until you make it. And that's, that's sometimes all you need really to, to believe in it and go the extra mile. Uh, in Germany, sometimes you have more of that engineering uh, mindset, more of like, I'm telling you what's wrong with me and you don't have to find out. That's not a, <laughs> I, you know, of course, uh, that's sometimes a culture clash between an American investor and German uh, founder saying, yeah, that's wrong with me, but you know, please invest in us. <laughs> I
0: always have in mind, um, a, uh, former boss for, for me on one of the projects. He was from Schwaben, the area around mm-hmm. Stuttgart. And, uh, he said, if you're not getting yelled at, that's price enough. That's completely yeah. different than the American culture here. Just to give you a little hint here, um, about that. Um, I also found very interesting record AI funding as AI arms race intensifies. So reads one of your slides here. Mm-hmm. Um they are Germany, Austria and Switzerland are profiting from the AI arms race. There are many interesting startups here. You may know Alp Alpha who just got an investment from um SAP or DeepL from Cologne you just mentioned. Are there some other hidden gems you would like to highlight?
1: I mean I think we when we talk about AI, I think sometimes we're too limited into like what has AI in the name and we're forgetting all the other companies that are maybe a robotic company and without AI, they wouldn't be able to do what they, what they do. And here we have, we have hundreds of examples, really. Uh, Robco, for example, from Munich, they wouldn't be able to create such a easy interface, same as food core robotics from Constance without the use of AI. Um, Programming robots has been very, very hard in the past, and AI is, is automating a lot of that. Um, but also uh, Rasa AI is that the one I mentioned earlier. It's more on the contextual AI side, but mm-hmm. um, it's it's in the same universe. So I would say there are a lot of uh, hidden, hidden champions. And what we really like is where you have a business logic and you're using AI now to make something 10x better. It's not just you don't have to, like, say we are the AI company uh, <laughs> and, and th- th- that's just makes us better. But what is the 10 X that AI gives you that others couldn't do before, before the technology was as mature as it is today?
0: That's a good saying, using AI to make it 10 X better. Um, we are getting very close to the end. Everybody who would like to learn more go down here in the show notes. There's a link to our blog post and there you can go through the uh, whole presentation, you can get all the data so you download it, whatever you like. Um, but I have one trick question for you. Mm-hmm. If you could be the CEO of one of those AI startups, like any in the DAC region, which one would you choose? Oh, in the DAC region.
1: Otherwise, I have that uh, hugging phase in New York. I'm a big fan of that uh, that company, but I would say I love Alpha Alpha. Um, I, I like I like what the team is doing there. They're going at it extremely aggressive, extremely like all or nothing type of approach. I really applaud them for that. So that would be my choice. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they've been frequently mentioned in our startup news. Do you also, as an investor, think that is just the start of an investment spree in AI?
1: Yeah, uh, definitely. We are in the very beginning. uh, Keeping this 10x in mind right now, we are uh, at an early day um, in in terms of how AI is really uh, providing business value. It is providing a lot of business value, but for such a 1% of the population, and um, we will see massive uh, increase in in, efficiency and and cost down and revenue up uh, type of applications that are powered all by AI. And that really serves humans. Like humans don't have to do certain tedious tasks anymore that can focus on the creative part, on the part that actually humans are much better than machines. And and that's what I'm looking forward to.
0: Yes. uh, What comes to mind is uh, uh, people may know that I'm a freelance consultant. And since ChatGPT is around, I never had to think about writing a cover letter, just putting in the highlights and get it written. That is awesome. Christian, thank you very much. It was a pleasure talking to you. Everybody would like to learn more. We link your LinkedIn profile down here in the show notes, as well as your research plus the website of your of your VC fund, NGP, NGP Capital. Sorry, have to talk slowly here. And um, there people can find out what you're looking for. And there will also be a link to pitch you. Thank you so much. My pleasure. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. That's all, folks. Find more Warner. Know- Remember, sharing is caring.